The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 70th birthday today. The big 7-0. Happy mm. birthday to Lionel Richie. Nice. Mm. I look pretty good nice. for 70. I Lionel Richie. Yeah. He can get it. That's awesome. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, first four through the door. Rob Hadaway, Phil Vaney, Josh Chapa, Aaron Flynn. What's up, y'all? A lot of enthusiasm today. I'm excited about this. Daniel Agnew, John Velo, Gab- Gabriel J, Alex Villarreal. We should start late Eddie more Jackson, <laughs> Ruben Rios. We're, everyone's fired up. We should start late more often. And sitting to my right, the Pop-Tart to my toaster strudel, our West African <laughs> friend. <laughs> oh, Johnson. man. Did that you get the short end of the strudel? Uh, uh, that's a good there? debate, right? The toaster strudel versus... Who, uh, no, who I, got the, I was a Pop-Tarts. Uh, my my mom got me Pop-Tarts. Yeah, I think as a kid, I got sw- swindled into uh, toaster strudels. As I get older, I I appreciate the Pop-Tart no, more. The toaster strudel, you know what it is? I'll just, I'll just say it. I don't want to build my own breakfast. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to put yeah. that stuff on. Uh, just yeah. a little packet of cream. And the variety. Um, you got to love the variety of the Pop-Tart. Variety of the Pop-Tart. And, and the other thing is, I think there's, a, there's an inherent thought of like, oh, the... the Toaster strudel is fancy, and maybe it's a little healthier. It's like pop tarts, right, yeah, like that illusion. we're unhealthy. If you <laughs> eat this too much, we'll kill you. But we're delicious. <laughs> like when they came out with the s'mores one, that's what it was like. Ah, we're giving up. Yeah. <laughs> ah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah eat. that's true. Today is Thursday, June twentieth, two thousand nineteen. One hundred sixty-one days till Thanksgiving. Episode seven seventy-two. Seven seventy-two. The or seven point seven two. The hits per nine allowed by Steve Ridzik in nineteen sixty-four for go. the Washington Senators. Yeah. I had to go deep for this one. That's wow. Uh, on today's show, we're going to flip a couple things. Off the top, we're going to hear from a couple of big-time head coaches, including the new coach of the Lockhart Lions, Coach Todd Mabus. We'll hear from him, plus Gatesville Coach Kyle Cooper. In the back half of the show, Ish is gone tomorrow, yeah. uh, and this cannot wait. No. We, we, we need to have a legitimate fight on the air <laughs> about breakfast. We're going to do kids' cereal power rankings. There's an argument that we don't do this enough because when we ranked uh, Halloween candy candy and uh, Thanksgiving foods, mm-hmm. it was two of the most popular segments we've ever done. I, I Until North Shore Duncanville, yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving power rankings might have been our most watched yeah. video. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to rank uh, – we're going we're gonna to debate the top five kids' cereals yeah. coming up here. Guilty at pleasure cereals if you're an adult. I have seen a couple tweets, and I have seen some Facebook messages, so let me say. If you are a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, and you became a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider before June 4th, so if you renewed and things like that, your magazine is in the mail. It went out Tuesday. So, I don't control the mail. Please take it up with uh, the United States government, who uh, I can't remember who's in charge of that. But uh, uh, it is in the mail. It is on its way to you. Uh, it mailed from Carrollton, Texas, outside of Dallas. Uh, yeah, just north of Dallas uh, on Tuesday. So, 
however long it usually takes to get from Dallas to you. Um, and remember, this is going to this is this is bulky, so it takes a little bit longer generally. But just remember, if you are an insider, it has been mailed to you. Still, time to become Dave Campbell's Text Football Insider. We will um, drop a magazine in the mail for you as soon as we get some here in the office. Uh, what are you laughing at? It was just a very good. That's what she said. Moment, and I <laughs> couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. We're trying to keep the show clean. <laughs> You'll have to tell me in the break. Um, one guy. <laughs> <laughs> One guy who knows his way now, I mean, he lives in a city of meat, is uh, Todd Mabus, the new head coach of the Lockhart Lions. I'll lean in. That's fine. <laughs> the Lockhart Lions. Um, he moved from Abilene Cooper over to take over at Lockhart. Matt Stepp caught up with him in a state qualifying tournament. Here is Lockhart coach Todd Mavis here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football out here at the Abilene 7-7 State Qualifying Tournament here at Wiley High School. Here with the new head coach of the Lockhart Lions, Coach Todd Mabus. Uh, coach, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with us before your uh, kids get rolling today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Just uh, glad to be on here with you and uh, glad to have the opportunity to come compete in Abilene. Yeah, so a little bit of a homecoming for you. You spent, you spent you're, you're, you're familiar with the lay of the land. You bet you were at Cooper for a long time, and you're bringing uh, Lockhart down uh, to play in the seven on seven qualifier. Kind of a natural fit when you guys were looking for a tournament, right? It was, um, you know, and it's a good opportunity to, you know, kind of get our kids away and show them a little bit more of the state. You know, I mean, there's a lot of uh, people to play in uh, Central Texas, but uh, you know, they uh, they got to be able to branch outside and, and understand that some of these schools that they may hear about, uh, you know, they get a chance to compete against them today. So it's pretty neat it's kind of a fun pool you got you got you guys out of central texas you got permian you know out of the out of the out of the out of far west texas you got local and abilene wiley and then you got wichita falls so you guys are kind of getting a nice little mix of uh the entire state today yeah that's pretty neat um you know certainly well respected schools and uh you know just looking out to uh, come and compete well i mean this is the first time we've ever been a part of and done seven on seven at lockhart they've never taken a trip like this and so uh you know um, with new offense new defense i mean this is going to be a great day of growth for us and that's what we're looking to do Let's talk about that a little bit. So, uh, you know, you, you, you come to Lockhart, and Lockhart ran the slot T offense before, and, and you're, you know, you're changing the offense, changing the scheme uh, to a spread offense. How important, uh, first off, is 7-on-7 seven seven and playing in state qualifiers to that transition? Uh, it's important. I mean, it's uh, you got to keep it in perspective any year. But um, you know, for us, this is uh, you know maybe our 16th, 17th time to be able to come out and, and throw and catch. Uh, you know, against uh, you know either ourselves in spring ball, which we did for the first time as well, or against an opponent. And uh, you know, I mean, every single rep is, is important for our kids. Uh, you know, everything's completely new. You know, I mean, what a lot of people take for granted in running routes or you know a center snapping in a shotgun, which everybody sees right now. These kids have never grown up and have never done that. Uh, you know, they didn't even really know the rules of seven on seven. So, uh, you know, it's just a, an opportunity to get better at what we're going to be doing. And uh, like I said, we're just looking for a lot of growth. Now, being the competitor you are, uh, do, you, do you kind of embrace that challenge? Because it's, 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 it's tough to go from, from one extreme on the offensive spectrum to the other in a lot of ways. Is that, is that a challenge that, that kind of gets you up and gets you fired up in the morning to, to kind of take, take, tackle that every day? Well, I think you have to look at it that way. I mean, um, it doesn't matter if you're doing it for 10 years. You better have some type of competitive component to put your feet on the ground and be able to get better. And uh, when, you're, when you're changing, you know, I mean, these kids go through transition. I mean, there's a lot of frustration that comes through their mind, and, and you've got to be able to balance that. That, um, you know, because they want to do well, they're competitive too. Um, but, uh, you know, you really kind of got to settle them down and, and remind them, look, we're at the early stages of this. This is a process. We need to enjoy the journey. You need to enjoy the process. And we're going to be better, you know, a month from now than we are today. So just keep working. And, uh, you know, we're constantly sharing that message with them. 
Let's talk about your arrival on Lockhart. You know, when, when the job came open, uh, you know, obviously there, there was you know, a lot of good candidates that applied for it. It's, it's a beautiful part of the state of Texas. It's a beautiful town. What was it that, it, that attracted you to the job when, when it caused you to throw your name in the hat? Uh, you know, I just uh, I think it's a, it's a great location. I mean, it's it's a growing area. They've grown a thousand students uh, over the past five years, um, and uh, you know it's a little bit closer to you know home for where where I am uh, originally from Katy, and uh, you know it's kind of a, a nice little midpoint. Um, you know, being able to get into the job, you don't really know a lot when you're in the application process, but once you start doing your own investigation and everything else, you know, just being able to get to know the administration better, hear the support that they give. Uh, um, hear the um, you know how the community wanted to change and how hungry they were for change administration community wise I mean uh, it was uh, it was it was a great fit and, and I've, I've taken uh, taken advantage of uh, you know every day that we have and uh, certainly looking forward to building on great things all right let's, let's get to the important stuff Lockhart is the uh, the capital of barbecue in the state of Texas there's no doubt about, I think you would agree right oh we would yes sir <laughs> so let's there, there, you know we, we first off have you been to all you know there's there's four famous spots in town and, and have, have you had a chance to sample the fare from all of them and what was was that worked into your contract at all any barbecue uh any ex extra barbecue worked into the contract there was no barbecue worked in the contract but yes i have been to all multiple times and uh each has their own unique atmosphere uh, and their own uh, you know unique stuff but i mean it's all great i mean uh, when somebody asks me I, I tell them to choose because i mean I, I can't pick because they're all good and i've uh, been there enough where i know exactly what i want when i go and <laughs> You know, it's you a it's it, it, it's a great place, and uh, you know you're always welcome. You know, with with a smile, and uh, you know people are so friendly and everything else. All right, now uh, for, for you personally, now I'm going to ask you to pick pick your favorite out of the four. But from the barbecue meats, you know, brisket, sausage, ribs, turkey, chicken. What what's what's the go-to if, if you go to a barbecue place and you got to pick one? What's Coach Mavis going with? Moist brisket, no doubt. Okay. Yeah, it's Smart uh, man. Smart absolutely right no. Uh, it's it's and every one of them is great. Like I said, I can't I can't uh, distinguish between one. All of them have different sides, and uh, you've got a little rotation on the calendar, right? Ro rotation <laughs> on the calendar, yeah. And uh, you know, we're just we're just hoping here, and, and uh, you know. Uh, you know, some time that everybody's talking about what great football we have in Lockhart along with barbecue. There you go. Well, Coach, appreciate your time. Enjoy watching your kids compete today, and uh, we appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas. Thanks, Matt, for the opportunity. Thank you. There he is, Todd Mavis, the new head coach of the Lockhart Lions, and don't think for a second that just because Step talked with him that we're not talking to him at coaching convention because and we're not going to mention one word about football. It's all barbecue. It's all barbecue yeah. all the time. Yeah. So appreciate Todd Mavis catching up with Matt Step. Another guy who caught up with Matt Step. This was in Abilene, right? Uh, I think this was, yeah, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Caught up with uh, the head coach of the Gatesville Hornets, Coach Kyle Cooper. Uh, Gatesville, uh, of course, in a very tough district there in Central Texas, but looking to make some noise. Here is Matt Step's conversation with Kyle Cooper of Gatesville here on Texas Football Today. Matt Step, Dave Campbell's Texas football out here at the Brownwood 707 State Qualifying Tournament here at the head coach of the Gatesville Hornets, Coach Kyle Cooper. Uh, coach, your kids are about to get going today. I appreciate your time chatting with us before I uh, get to watch your kids compete today. Yeah, you bet, Matt. I appreciate uh, all you do for uh, Texas high school football and Dave Campbell's and uh, excited to see the upcoming edition. We are. We were glad to put it to bed. Uh, should be in stores pretty soon. I'm sure uh, an office, a few copies will make it into the coach's office. I always say if, uh, if our magazine makes it into the Fieldhouse restroom, we know it's getting read, right? Yeah, you, hey, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coach. Uh, when you're out, you know, out here at a 7-on-7 tournament, you guys play a lot of 7-on-7. I know you believe it helps your program. Um, 
when you're because obviously UIL rules prevent you from coaching them. But when you're out here watching your kids compete, what are the things that you're looking for? Um, maybe it's on the field, maybe it's just intangibles. What are you looking for when you watch your kids compete? Well, I think the number one thing is exactly what you said: uh, compete. I, you know, I want to see them compete. I want to see them uh, uh, diving on the ground. I want to see them getting after it. Uh, yeah, I want to see them uh, being great teammates. I mean, that's something that's very important to me because uh, they're not just going to be a teammate for the time in Gainesville, Texas. They're going to be a teammate somewhere for their entire life, and so that's a big thing in our program and a big thing out here is that I want to see when we're not there to monitor that, what kind of teammate can you be? Uh, and, and then we want to see them execute our schemes. You know, we want to see the little things show that we uh, that we drill through the year and that we preach, and uh, you know, we want to see those things show up, and, and uh, we want to see us uh, you know get better on the on the how we do things, and then ultimately get to the point where they understand the why we do things. All right, now uh, in 2019, looking ahead, it's going to be a little bit younger group for the Hornets this year. You guys are, are, are going to be playing some some inexperienced guys and a little more youth. Um, how, when you have a younger team, how do you approach the offseason? Is it strictly, you know, we got to get stronger, we got to get bigger, we got to be able to handle, you know, bigger and handle that that rigor of, of a varsity football schedule? Or are there any different intangibles that you that you work with during the football offseason when you know you have a young team coming up? Yeah, you know, it, we graduated 29 seniors, largest group we've had there in, in my 12 years there, and so. Uh, uh, we are going to be pretty young, and uh, I think it's important that you that you really stress intangibles. We spend a lot more time on our core values. You know, we've got an acronym like a lot of places. You know, so we use the term "swarm on," and it, you know, everything means something. And so, uh, you know, we uh, we take that and really really pour it into that. And uh, you know, one of the biggest parts of that was just being a great teammate and, and learning what that means. You know, so many when you're counting on young guys, a lot of times they're just learning. You know, they're just surviving. You know, they're trying to you know figure out how they handle their business. So we try to get them past that and, and get them to that point where. Uh, you know, they understood how they fit into the team and how they could be a great teammate. And so a lot of time on that. And then, of course, you know, but you got to, you know, you got to get stronger and faster, you know, every day in offseason as well. Especially in that district. UIL obviously didn't do you guys, didn't do anybody in the district any favors. It's, it's, it's one of the toughest districts in the state. There's no uh, no easy easy games in that district. So when you look ahead to 2019, uh, when coming up, when you guys open the season up on the 30th, uh, what kind of team, what's your personality going to be? What what kind of squad can Hornet fans expect to see when y'all take the field? Well, you know, it goes back to what you said. We're, we're going to play hard, and that's just something we're always going to do. I mean, that's what we hang our hat on, uh, just that, you know, blue-collar work, work mentality. And so uh, that's number one thing we're going to do. Um, you know, and then, uh, you know, where we go, I think, you know, we're still looking even as we develop, you know, uh, in 707, as we uh, develop through the summer, and, and you know, UIL summer skills will benefit that as, as we get to you know continue to watch offensive linemen develop and see who you know uh, who, who comes to the top, and, and uh, we'll kind of decide what we are. We are a multiple team. That's one thing about us. Uh, you know, from the time our kids hit seventh grade, we want to be a multiple uh, football team, and that way we can tailor our offensive and defensive schemes around the kids we have. And so um, you know, we're, we'll still be looking to see exactly what we're going to be as far as uh, you know an identity, you know, offensive, defensive, special teams scheme wise, but. Uh, uh, once again, it just goes back to we're, we're going to play the game extremely hard. All right, you mentioned that the summer skills, UIL changed the rules this year. You guys are getting uh, two hours of, you know, before it was just strength and conditioning only. Now you guys are getting a sport-specific two hours a week to work with the kids in the summer. Uh, how big is that and, and kind of how, how do you and your coach, because it's not just football, it's all sports, and being, you know, being in charge of athletics in Gatesville, I mean, you have to work with the other other other, other head coaches in the district or in, 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 the, in the high school, so to speak. So how do you work with um, – that and kind of what's your game plan as you approach that? Yeah, and it's huge for us, uh, Matt. And, and, you know, we're a rural community. You know, we're 40 miles from Waco, uh, you know, and, and so that means everything we do, we either got to drive or we got to home grow. And so, uh, you know, we're not right next to our, you know, pitching coaches or hitting coaches or shooting coaches or, or you know, any of those things and, uh, you know, special trainers. So we got to, we, we have to do all that ourselves. And so uh, this is a great opportunity for us. And it's one that, uh, you know, as soon as it came out, I told our coaches, you know, we have to do a great job at this. You know, we got to get our kids bought into it. We as coaches have 
have to make sure it's structured and organized and, and, uh, and we handle it and approach it in, in a manner where we get better each and every day during our summer skills. So very important for us. All right, let's 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 do some fun stuff now. So uh, you told me off camera you made your first visit to uh, one of our favorite spots at DCTF, Hein Barbecue in Fort Worth. What'd you have, and what was the uh, Coach Cooper review? Yeah, well, and it, it was actually my second pilgrimage, but it was closed the first time. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it, it I was. Bet you were disappointed, weren't you? I was very disappointed. <laughs> yes, and uh, uh, but uh, I got to go uh, with my family, and uh, I had the uh, I had the brisket, I had the bacon burn ins, I had the uh, um, green chili mac and cheese, mm, good stuff. and collard greens. And uh, I believe that was it. And excellent, excellent. It was uh, enjoyed it all. You know, the 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 uh, especially the bacon burn ends, the green chili mac, and, and the collard greens. I mean, it was it was spot on. So it's up there in your barbecue rankings, oh, huh? It, it's way up there. You know, I, I'm I cut my teeth on the Salt Lake guy. Of course, growing up in Wimberley, uh, right next to Driftwood. But uh, you know, Salt Lake's always be number one. In, uh, you know, for me. But, uh, you know, I'm pressing for t for number two for sure. All right, now final question for you. Another another f interesting food. People don't know this about Gatesville, but I've heard it from other sports writers. You guys have one of the more famous press box spreads in Central Texas. I'm sure you got to put your assistant coaches on a conditioning program to make sure they don't weigh 400 pounds because all that all that good food in the press box. The one unique item you guys have are the uh, warm, fresh-made donuts in the press box. Uh, have you ever had a coach bring them down to you uh, during the game, especially if you're up big on somebody? And uh, do you have to do you ever have to tell your coaches to slow down on those things uh, during the game? No, no. Uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty focused when it comes to uh, to game night. So, uh, but they do say it's a it's a big spread and. Uh, you know, I don't monitor what goes on up there, but I'm sure there is some eating going on, even even for those guys uh, donning the black and gold uh, coaching shirts. Yeah. You know, but uh, Do you want to know what's going on up there? No, no, <laughs> not, not there. You know, and uh, but but I will say this: uh, post game, we get the leftovers, so the leftovers always end up in the coach's office, right. and uh, you know, coaches, and uh, you know, every now and then a kid will uh, walk by and sneak something. So uh, it's much appreciated from our community. You know, Athletic Secretary Vel Velvet James does a great job of uh, just making sure that that box is taken care of, and it really is. It's one of those special things that makes Gatesville what it is. I guess uh, you guys are – so there's no, no doubt you guys, when you're breaking down huddle film post game, you guys are well fed. That is correct. Coach, appreciate your time. Enjoy watching your kids compete today, and I appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas. All right, Matt, likewise. Appreciate you. There he is, Kyle Cooper, the head coach of the Gatesville Hornets. Appreciate him catching up with Matt Stepp at the Abilene State Qualifying Tournament. And Kyle Cooper is shooting up our coach power rankings by saying that Haim uh, is, is in his, at least his top two barbecue places in a Texas. Man, that is a man got some taste with right taste. There. It's a man with taste. I'm going to quibble a little bit with his Salt Lake pick, or Salt Lake pick as mm -hmm. his number one, but he grew up near there, so it's a sentimental pick. Okay. I can't argue with yeah. this. i got to mm -hmm. let it go. Mm, that's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter, DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. All sorts of good stuff there, including a magazine. Two magazines, actually. Okie dokie. Let's get to the real yep, this crux is, of the this matter. This is the important thing of the day. So this, this, this conversation cropped up yesterday in the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Editorial Bunker. Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess I should explain why, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, time to do an old married person thing. Uh, my wife and I, my wife, and my wife. Uh, have a free weekend to ourselves. We don't get those very often, so we were trying to think of the dumbest way to spend the weekend, and we decided that that would be making a ton of tacos and eating a bunch of, bunch of sugary kids' cereal. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Haven't us. done that in years, right? We're, 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 we're turning back the clock mm -hmm. in the Thompson household, and that's how, which then sparked this debate, what are 
the top guilty your top five guilty pleasure series yeah and so we we kind of ended up we, we needed to come to a, a firm grasp on what this actually was right and so we decided to say kids cereal yeah okay something that when you were a kid if you were able to have the cereal you would go yes mm-hmm. yeah and i and i have to make a uh, example mm-hmm. of greg powers who was like i like when i'm feeling naughty i get honey nut cheerios <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> when I'm feeling like a bad little boy, I'm going to get me some honey nut. And as Ish rightly pointed out, if the box says lowers your cholesterol, <laughs> it cannot be on this list. So Exactly. So Because I pointed out to you that right now, me, I'm 165 years old. My favorite cereal, if you give me any cereal in the world, mm-hmm. I like Special K Red Berries. Mm-hmm. I think Special K Red Berries is great. It's yep. delicious. I also know it's pretty healthy, so that obviously plays into it. But... That is not eligible for this because I freely recognize that that is an old person cereal. Right. Yeah. That's an adult right. cereal. Right. So uh, things like, um, I'm trying to think of another. Raisin Bran Crunch. Raisin Bran Crunch. Honey Bunches of Oats. Okay. Yeah, there you no. go. And I like Honey Bunches right, of Oats. Right, right. Again, as an adult. Mm-hmm. But this is not for that. No. So we've each come up with our top five. All right. Uh, and I think we're going to let Max Thompson go first. Okay. Yeah. I think right. we'll go max ish in the next. All right, name. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll hit clean. I'm gonna keep the I'm gonna keep the graphic off because it <clears> tells <throat> all of them and then we'll put them up at the end. Yes. Okay. My top five okay. from five to one. Yes. Five fruity pebbles. Okay. Okay. Four Reese's puffs. Mm-hmm. Three cocoa pebbles. Mm. Two Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. Number one cinnamon toast crunch. If you think it's anything else, you're an idiot. Okay. okay. Greg Tepper. Mine. <clears throat> Number five. Fruity pebbles. Mm-hmm. Number four, Golden Grams. Number three, Fruit Loops. Number two, Captain Crunch. And number one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Correct. That Correct. is my yeah. that is my pick. Ishmael Johnson. We go to Ishmael Johnson. All right. Number five, Frankenberry. Ooh. I like this off the board pick. Number four, Tricks. Didn't Ooh. even think of Tricks, and I'm a little jealous. Number three, Cocoa Pebbles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two. Apple Jacks. Also a good pick. Number one, Fruit Loops for me. Fruit Loops. So okay, if fruit. you can look at mine. You're, you're a fruit guy. Yeah. I, fruit I think guy. there's that there's yeah. that fruity, yeah. sugary flavor yeah. that that, yeah. that overrides a lot for me. So right. let's let's break this down a little Here's bit. Here's the board. It's first, first and foremost, uh, Max Thompson and I have got to sp- stop spending so much time together. Oh, we really do. <laughs> this <laughs> is terrifying. We had three yeah. exactly the same, including yeah. our top two. Mm-hmm. Yes. Including our top yes. two. Um, my number one overall pick is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yep. I know that's yours. Yep. Here's what I love about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. First and foremost, in my household growing up, my mom and dad would not let us have sugary cereals. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. not, we, we, you know, it was a super special occasion whenever we got a thing of Fruity Pebbles. Mm-hmm. That was like, oh my gosh. Sure. That's yep. incredible. But Cinnamon Toast Crunch was the exception. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's just healthy enough. Yeah. Which for me was money because mm-hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is Excellent. It's because it's pure cin- cinnamon and sugar. That's why. It's great. Oh. And and by the way, I'll just throw this out there. The milk afterwards? Mm. Choice. That's, a, that's an extra special. Choice. Now, mm-hmm. I'm very interested in your, because your list obviously differs a lot from ours. Yeah. I got to tell you, Frankenberry is an inspired choice. Yes. Frankenberry was one of those, <clears throat> it was one of those things where I, my mom never bought it, but every time I went over to a friend's house, mm. I was like, they have Frank. I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. Like, for some reason, it always... Like in the minds of a lot of people, those cereals, the Frankenberry, the Booberry, and the Count Chocula, mm-hmm. those kind of probably got lost when you were trying to look for cereals. Mm-hmm. But like if your friend had it, you're, oh, 
I love that. Yeah. And you always just forget about it. I always forgot about it until I went over to a friend's or my cousin's who had it. And I was like, that's what I'm getting. Going over to a friend's house was always a dicey proposition right. for breakfast. Yeah. It was very feast or famine mm-hmm. that you are either rolling over there and it's nothing but kicks. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Like, I definitely had kicks. Friends. Or, like, or, like, <laughs> or like regular Cheerios. Yeah. Whenever, you know, you have them sleep over and it's like, oh, let's have some breakfast. Then yeah. you go down there and it's like, oh, hey, look, a bowl it's of life. life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd go over to your friend's house and it's like, oh my gosh, do you know they got Cocoa Pebbles over yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Okay. So I, Fruit Loops number one for you. Yes, because partially uh, I had to preface this for Max. I was never someone who liked the overtly sugary cereals. Mm. And so like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. He wasn't always, allowed to live as a child. <laughs> I was allowed to have it. Like, it was fine. But I was one who, like, like to me, Cocoa, Pe- Cocoa Puffs are too much for me. Cocoa mm. Pebbles are fine. See, uh, but I would, ooh, that's the, interesting. I, see, I'm going to piggyback off that because I think this is an important point to make. Matt Stepp, by the way, mm-hmm. I haven't told you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we don't know his. Cookie Crisp. See, that's that's a too much for me. Too much. See, it's too much. That's a too much and his, for me. And his number two, I believe, his two other ones were Cocoa Puffs and Frankenberry. Yeah. I would, but... Piggybacking off your Cocoa Puffs thing, I think the Fruity Pebbles are better. They're denser. You get more mm-hmm. chocolate flavor in each bite. Right. The puffs in and of themselves are puffed with air. You got to eat. You don't more. get as much in a yeah, spoonful. Yeah, you, you feel like you're getting it's good. You, 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 so yeah, I'm with you. It's yeah. got to be pebbles all the way over puffs. Right. right. And so that, that's my thing is like I can't deal with – there's always that, that – that threshold for me where I'm like, ah, oh, this is too sugary. And like, then I get full and I'm like, ah, oh, I can't finish All right. Here, and then there's, there's others that each of us have exclusively on our board, like yours with Frankenberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had Reese's Puffs. Oh, dude. If they would, then this, I'm going to go back to oh. my Puffs point. If they made Reese's Pebbles, bruh. See, we'd, we'd have bruh. some, we'd have, some we'd have, we'd have a challenger. A, that's just so much for me. Yeah. That's the point, Greg. Reese's, Reese's, yeah, yeah. The cereal was too much. Okay. If they made pebbles, then yeah, then not, then might be. A I don't think you guys understand the premise. No, see, that's <sighs> okay. It's, it's, this is I'm having dessert for breakfast. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's, first of all, let's agree on something though. Okay. We both agree that cinnamon toast crunch is great. Oh, it's. We also both agree Captain Crunch. And I want to I want to make a distinction here because someone did in the comments, and I think this is true. It's better with Crunch Berries. Yeah, okay. Because you can get yes. the Captain Crunch by itself. Agreed. Better with Crunch Berries. Right. Agreed. Yes. Yes. But that's yes. not a make or break thing for me. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. saying oh, okay. if you give me a bowl of Captain Crunch, I'm happy. You give me a bowl of Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries, hey, things are going even better. Yeah. Okay. But I'm, I'm right. not passing okay. up the, okay. the Captain Crunch. I'm going to say it means a little bit more to me, but I, I can stand by this choice. Mm-hmm. That's the, fine. The one that, the, the one that I had that I don't think anybody else had was Golden Grams. Golden Grams, I always, like to me, that that is on that same level um, what, we, what you were talking about, about mm-hmm. how it's not too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's sugary, it's sweet, uh, but it's not, it's not so much as like, oh my gosh, I'm just eating a bowl of sugar. Uh, I am going to, uh, I'm going to disagree with you on one of them though, Ishmael. Okay. Apple Jacks is a trash cereal. Ooh, trash? No. No. Sir, no, sir. Boo this man. I'm down. I'm this man. out on Apple Jacks. Boo this man. And you know what? Here's the thing. They even had to run commercials saying it doesn't taste like apples. (laughs) It's like, yeah, because you know what it tastes like? Garbage. Tastes like cinnamon. Your number one is a cinnamon cereal. (laughs) Out on Apple Jacks. No. Zero stars on Apple Jacks. Absolutely not. No, this is. Okay. Can Okay. Can we agree? Nope, nope. This is, look at this. Can this we? Is no, no. Here's another another trash cereal from opinion. from another trash cereal from that was on nobody's list. Uh-huh. I think we all agree about this because it's a trap. Okay. This is a trap okay. cereal. Okay. Right. It's Lucky Charms. Yes. Okay. I agree with that because Lucky Charms, the marshmallows. We all agree. Well, hey, I, it I looks, it looks the part. 
It looks it the looks part. the part. Yeah. But then you've got another seventy percent of the cereal, and it's like you're eating oats. I'd argue that the that the overabundance of marshmallows is kind of what kills it. Oh, you think there's too many marshmallows? I think there's too many marshmallows because oh, like you're eating, and it's like there's no like because uh, uh, there's so many factors you got to take into account. Like if you don't eat it really quick. Then it's just like lumps of mush, mm-hmm. right? And then like because it's so many marshmallows, it's then just an entire cereal of mush. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, yeah. so it's sugary mush, whatever. And I, I mean, the marshmallows always look terrible. I have like to, they never look like they always well, like, like. Oh, it's a little hat. The thing like, about the marshmallows. Like the other thing like about the marshmallows too is like it's it's got they got to be able to preserve them, right? So they're yeah. kind of like freeze dried. Yeah. yeah, I think I feel like if I had like a softer marshmallow, I might like it. Right, Maybe. If, and, yeah, and, and in know. some case, you can just go get a marshmallow. Yeah, like I you can just go that. have a marshmallow. Like you can just go actually have a marshmallow instead of trying to pose it as serious. Eh, no, Lucky Charms, I'm out on that. Here's here's one that I debated. Phil Vaney says uh, Lucky Charms only passed the eyeball test. T- test. They're the Tony Mandarich of cereal. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a great, great comparison. Great commercials, great that's all that, good. and then you get okay. nope, you don't like it in the. We're gonna have a great time, couple, kids. Couple, right. couple other points here. Couple other points. Um, to me, and I mentioned it with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, mm-hmm. I think it's very important to have elite milk after you're done. Sure. Oh, like, yeah. you got to have yeah. the residual yeah. milk. Mm-hmm. A reward. And that's why yeah. that's yeah. why Fruity Pebbles makes my list. Fruity Pebbles, all together, oh, yeah. they're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're okay. They're fine. But, like but you add in that milk, and you give me that milk afterwards, I think the milk the is... The only one like, on mine that I can't... I think Trix is the only one on mine that does not yeah. have a distinguishable mm-hmm. milk afterward. Mm-hmm. Fruit Loops, Apple Jacks, Cocoa Pebbles, Frankenberry, all those... Great milk. Great the milk. the other thing for me, and this this was one that I that I toyed with, but I th- but in the end I felt like it fell too it fell too adult mm-hmm. for it, because right on that line is Frosted Flakes. See, Rob Hadaway is in our mentions right now, <sighs> screaming about Frosted I, Flakes not being on. I have I have list. one in along that lines is um, the Frosted Mini Wheats. Mm. Yeah, man, that's again. We took a thing that without the frosted part is supposed to be like an adult healthy th- right, sort of breakfast. But that frosted's a but big we put part of frost that. on it, and now yeah. like it's a kid's cereal. So bi- like that, the frosted mini wheat because it, there's such big bites too. Oh yeah, that like I personally like that, and so it's like because you're getting a lot. Like it's it's like it, there's just this thing drenched in frosted sugar in there mm-hmm. like i don't know I, I agree with the frosted flakes and the mini wheats that's like that's They're on that right border there right there on that uh, border. I, late in my cereal career because i don't need <laughs> uh, do you guys eat cereal anymore no yeah, this is the whole yeah. occasionally the reason the reason we're doing this mm-hmm. is because i don't think i've had cereal in years yeah. no. of oh. any kind no, I, I mean i've uh, late a, a late <laughs> entry in my cereal career uh did you guys ever have french toast crunch Okay. Yeah. No, it was never, by yeah. the makers of Cinnamon yeah. Toast Crunch. Yeah. Well, I got one more for you. Really good. My brother. So we were talking about this. My brother is the elite cereal eater. Mm-hmm. My brother. Uh, Who's having a third kid today, by the way. He's having. My, my third nephew is on the way today, which is exciting. Uh, and my brother. <laughs> my brother is just turned 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still eats these cereals all the time. All of them. Wow. And he introduced me. I sent this message yeah. to you guys to cereals I didn't even know existed. <laughs> Nilla wafer banana pudding cereal? What? I'm like looking that's, for that now. That's a lot. I'm Sorry, looking for that. You made that up. No, that's pop. <laughs> there's a Pop-Tart cereal now? You made, there are you made little, that up. There are little Pop-Tarts that are cereal now. Also, he brought, up, he brought up a discontinued one that he is right about that I know I loved, he loved, and my other brother loved. Waffle Crisp. Oh! <gasps> Oh my gosh! Waffle Crisp. You remember Waffle Crisp? My heart just skipped a beat. Yes, Waffle I remember Crisp. Waffle Crisp. They don't make it anymore. Oh, and wow. that would be in my top five. Well, yeah. Along that line, Honeycomb. 
Honeycomb. I, will, I, and, and, I and, liked Honeycomb. And the other thing is Honeycomb is also, it's in that Frosted Flakes category where yeah. it's like, it's almost not sweet enough right. to, to fall into this category, mm-hmm. but yet, really good. I remember my brother liked And also throw, uh, my mom would get this occasionally, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't hate it. I liked it quite a bit. It was Honey Smacks. Okay. Honey Smacks. With the, fro- right. with the frog, yeah. I think, yeah. the frog mascot. So, yeah. yeah that I always was, felt was... like Honey Smacks and Golden Crisp were the same thing. Right. <laughs> are they not? It seems I, like I it, I feel right. like they are. Yeah. Maybe. Now, the and and so and one of the things that we would that we would do in our house is that again they would not buy the big box but sometimes my my folks would be feeling like hey you know what uh, our kids deserve nice things we will get them the the eight pack of the minis of the like no, the individual yeah, yeah, yeah. boxes ah. and with three with me and two brothers yeah. Yeah. let me tell you that was a fight to yeah. get there first yeah. Yeah. because in the end there were like of the eight there were probably five good ones mm-hmm. You don't want the Cheerios. No, but there's also <laughs> Cheerios and there's also Kicks and yeah. there's also trash cereals like that. Those, yeah. And nobody wants that. So it ended up being like Neapolitan ice cream. Right. Where it's like <laughs> you eat the chocolate, you eat the vanilla, the strawberry, like, and then uh, there's just hey, we're out left. of Neapolitan ice cream. There's still like a third of it left. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. the kind of thing with the, with the mini boxes. You it's have like, to fight for it. It's and like the chips bag. It's like, oh, we got Fritos. We need a bag. All we have are Fritos left. All we've got are Fritos left. It's worth noting that Janice Lissy says that Ishmael's list is the best. Okay, mm. thank you. Well, there you go. I set him up there, though, because everyone else agrees that mine is the best. Oh, so. Well, which in part, in, in theory, means in theory that mine means is that mostly the best. Tep gets a little shine. You get a little shine. <laughs> That's all I need. That's all a little bit of shine. Reflected but I, <laughs> but I do need to give a special shout out to someone, especially after my own heart. It's Ember Keith, who says, mm. Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa, Pe- or Co- Cocoa Pebbles, mm. as Rice Krispie Treats, Elite. And he's Oh wow! He's right. It's amazing. And because hmm. you're a baker, I am. If that's, what do I always get when we go to Bucky's? I get the fruity pebbles mm-hmm. rice krispie treat that's sitting there on the stand. That's true. And I will say, Mister Golden Grams, mm-hmm. you want to make s'mores rice krispie treats? Golden Grams marshmallow chocolate chips. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm getting some galaxy yeah. brain right now. Yeah, and I did cinnamon toast crunch uh, cereal bars. And that's you right. Got, you did guys' Christmas cookies, and they were excellent. Yeah, and they were excellent. So. uh just throwing it out there. What an important, you know. I feel like we've we've had an important discussion mm-hmm. here on today's show. Yeah. I, you know, we hear all the time from our viewers. You know, I appreciate your courage yeah. that we have on this show to tackle the hard issues, mm-hmm. the issues that are that people are talking about, and the, pe- the the issues that matter. Yeah. And I feel like we I feel like we did a lot of good today. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I have to apologize to Ember. Both of her pictures are of of Ben and her family. It's actually a she. Ember, I love you. Your opinions on food are amazing right now. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. I mean, look, this is the most excited anyone's ever been about anything. (laughs) The comments were blowing up the whole time. We have lots of hot takes. I don't think I could get through all of them. I love takes. I just want to. I just want to give a special shout out to everyone who agreed with me because you're right. Oh my gosh, Um, it's a (laughs) like I said. You have a pretty good list. It's not a perfect list, but you have a pretty good list. Uh, Uh, That is going to do for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Are we doing a show tomorrow without Ish? Um. Tune in tomorrow to find out. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Max Thompson and Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please give me your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow, question mark, on Texas Football Today. <laughs>